Welcome to this episode of the Movie Clint Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, David, and this is my wife, Sherry. And this episode is our 2023 year-end wrap-up, where we're going to give our top threes on uh, our favorite episodes of the year. I don't know what Sherry's list is, and she doesn't know what mine is, so this is going to be a surprise for both of us, but I know Thanksgiving's going to be Sherry's number one, so we can get that one out of the way now. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, we already know which one that one's going to be, <laughs> but I guess how we're going to do this is we're going to do our top threes first, and then we each have a kind of an honorable mention, one that didn't kind of hit the top three, but was maybe close. You So you just want to save the honorable mentions for yeah. after we did the number one. Okay, that sounds good to me. I guess, if anything, what I'm going to let you do, I'm going to let you go ahead and give your number three on this one, and then I'll jump in and do mine. I mean, yours, I liked a lot of them, so it was kind of hard to narrow them down. I was going to say the same thing when I started mine. (laughs) There was ones that I left out that I didn't want to leave out. I did too. But I was just like, (laughs) technically, I only got four. (laughs) Counting honorable mention, so I just had to kind of just like, well. Yeah, I had two that I felt the same about them being number three, but then I just knocked one of them down to the honorable mention and chose one of them. Yeah, I can understand that. Which was Dead Zone. Dead Zone's number three. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember thinking back on that episode, you said that was another one of those you were sure you wouldn't like it the yeah. first time you watched it, but then you watched it again when you was doing your notes and you really liked it. That yeah, I was very bored the first time. I was like, I oh, don't know about this one. The second time I watched it, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I remember you was talking about how, you know, it kind of hit you a lot harder the second mm-hmm. time you watched it, you know, yeah. like the ending and stuff like yeah. that. That's a very underrated Stephen King mm-hmm. adaptation. I mean, you don't yeah. really hear that one talked about a lot. You hear things like The Shining talked about a lot, or even stuff like The Green Mile. The Dead Zone seems to be one that just kind of falls up under the cracks well, for some reason. It's a little bit. It's not really horror. It's one of those that's more psychological. Yes. I like that it. there's lots of layers to this movie Very and much we got so. into some in detailed conversations yeah i can't remember the exact conversations we got into on that one but i do remember mm-hmm. we did have some good you know little discussions on that one. i don't know yeah like i said i i wasn't sure if that one was, was gonna fall on your list or not but i'm kind of glad it did because mm-hmm. um that's like i said it's a very underrated one and i always try to steer people to that movie whenever they um you know, ask me about, you know, Stephen King movies or anything like that, because I said, it just don't get talked about that much. But so that's your number three. Mm-hmm. Okay. My number three is one we did fairly recent and that is Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. All right. I don't know what I could say about this movie that has already been said. I mean, this movie for what it's trying to do is pretty much about perfect. I almost can't think of any flaws in this movie. It's one, like I said in the podcast, it's from my childhood, watching it on TV when it first aired. It's just a solid TV movie. Mm-hmm. I would put it up against any movies that even come <clears throat> out today, as far as how well done and efficient the movie is. You love the characters in it. Mm-hmm. Even the ones that you hate, you love to kind of hate them. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> like Otis Hazelrig, <laughs> which is probably one of the most loathsome characters you would ever see in a movie creep yeah just a total creep and a total hypocrite and just everything 
just the atmosphere of this movie. You just don't see movies like this no. anymore. Where they, I mean, this movie you could tell is actually shot outdoors and it has this creepy vibe mm -hmm. to it, you know. I mean, like I said, I'm still amazed when we found out that the movie was actually shot in California. Because it almost looks like that movie would have been shot somewhere in the Midwest or in yeah. the South or somewhere. Mm -hmm. So they did a good job of making it look like it was like a, you know, totally different area altogether. You know, it's my favorite horror movie. Like if I could have chosen some of my, like any of them we yeah. did this year, this one would have been high on my list. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, as I said, my top threes, I'm not ranking on by this was better movie than the other movie because really... Every one of them in my top three would have been a number one if mm -hmm. I could have did it that way. This one right here is just, I don't know. It's just like I said, as far as TV movies or movies in general, it's just like I said, it's just almost a perfect movie. Well told, well acted, just well done all together. And as I said, I was very happy we finally got to that one. Because yeah. like I said, if you didn't pick it, I was going to probably pick it myself. But mm -hmm. that is my number three and that is Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. So what is your uh, number two here? Well, this was my entrance into Hammer, Curse of Frankenstein. Oh, I did not. I did not expect that one. I did not expect that. Well, you know, I like classic movies. Yes. So this one was going to be on my list. No, to tell you the truth, I didn't expect this one yeah. to be on your list at all. Yeah. So this one was also lots of layers, and you had different feelings in this movie about Frankenstein or the monster. Yes. Whether you had sympathy for him or you really didn't care, hmm. you know, kind of thing. Yeah, I mean... It was more about the creator. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I think we even talked about that in the podcast. The Hammer Frankenstein movies are more about Dr. Frankenstein. Right. As opposed to the Universal ones that are just mainly the monster the monsters. So, surprised by that one i didn't really expect that one to make your top three yeah you but, know, we did a hammer month and i can't wait to do more next year we've already picked the ones we're gonna do so yeah this one right here i really enjoy this one now it's not my favorite of the frankenstein movies that hammer did but it's a it's it's a solid starting off point for yeah. for the series and like i said i think i prefer Frankenstein created woman and Frankenstein must be destroyed a little more than this one, but it's still a great movie in its mm -hmm. own right. I mean, I mean, I, I can't say anything. I was actually, like I said, I was kind of surprised by that because I wasn't sure when I picked those, how you were going to take to them. Well, I usually do pretty good with classic movies. That was one that I thought, eh, I, cause to tell you the truth, I thought you would like the Dracula one more than that I one. went back and forth. Yeah. on it yeah. and I, I chose Frankenstein I mean I get to thinking about it, it does make sense because I remember after it was all said and done I guess when I think back on it you did seem to kind of move toward the Frankenstein film a little bit more so it does make sense but like I said I mean I'm definitely not opposed to doing more I mean we can throw another one to Frank the Frankenstein sequel and pretty much picks up literally right after that one ended I said great choice, surprising choice, but but a great choice, just the same. <laughs> so number two. Number two. Okay, my number two is The Crow. I remember when you picked that one. I said, that's another one of those cases of a movie that if you didn't pick it, I was going to probably pick it myself at some point. This one is, I think I even kind of said something similar in the podcast. It's almost like a perfect kind of adaptation of a comic book. 
the movie looks like a comic book in a way, like panels, you know, how mm. some of the scenes are shot. And they adapted the comic, but they changed stuff around too, but it still retains the feel of the comic book. I don't know. It's just like I said, this it's hard for me to really say anything because the, the year this came out, this movie and Pulp Fiction were like my two favorite movies of that year. Two very different movies, but two outstanding movies in their own way. And I might have even mentioned this in the episode that we did. I had a hard time doing notes on this movie, not so much because of our black and white Sabrina that keeps <laughs> harassing me, but I just was wanting to watch the movie because I'm just, I was just taken in by the visuals of this movie still and everything, even today. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was very difficult to do notes. I remember I kept having to stop it and go back a little bit because I'm like, oh, what was going on here? <laughs> And it wasn't because of her as much as it was just like, oh, this is, you know, beautiful to look at and everything. Uh, Great soundtrack, you know, great acting in this one too. Tragic movie in a lot of ways. I mean, this kind of movie is kind of a memorial to Brandon Lee. Yeah, because I think he had a lot left in him. He had a good career, I think, ahead of him. You know, I think he definitely had a good career ahead of him, which was unfortunately, you know, cut short here. Like I said, I mean, The Crow is just, it's a, an amazing movie to me. It's just a, an amazing movie, and it still holds up very well now. They've still got a remake or something that's coming out, I think, as of this recording. It's Bill Skarsgård. I want to say that's who it is. it. Yeah, I want to say that's who it is, but I'm, all I can tell them is good luck. Because you're going yeah. to be hard-pressed to do something that's going to be even yeah. remotely as good as this movie yeah. is. Good luck to you because they tried it before. Yeah, they tried sequels. They've tried even a TV show and none of them even matched up to this. Not even close did they match up to this. So good luck. And that's like really kind of amazing to to have that happen during this movie. And then they have to scramble at the last minute. And it still turned out really good. Yeah. Despite all the mishaps, all the accidents on set. Mm -hmm. After Brandon Lee was killed, they had to do extensive rewrites just to ride around things. Yeah, it turned out amazing. The makers of the remake, you got a steep hill to climb. You got a very steep hill to climb to even remotely touch this movie. Mm -hmm. But that is my number two. Okay. Okay, and what is your number one? Thanks, Killing. We already got that out of the way. (laughs) Not even. Ah. I'm sticking with my apes, Escape from Planet of the Apes. Oh, wow. We started out this year good. And I just love these movies. Like, I've loved all three that we've done. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait till January. Yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, we're going to be touching on them soon enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sitting there trying to think, haven't your top threes, every one of them we've done, has it the Planet of the Apes yep. been in it or the top one mm. in each of them? <laughs> yeah. And that's even more surprising to me because this is another set of movies I wasn't sure how you were going to take to them, you know, but you've seemed to enjoy it, every one of them you've watched so far. And this one, I didn't like as much as Beneath because of the ending. This ending was this whole other thing. Yeah, I'll I'll never forget watching this. Well, I think I was watching it the first time and you hadn't seen it. And you were saying something like, you know, they're toward the end of it. He ain't going to kill that little monkey, are they? And then I was like, quiet. And you was like, oh, God. No. I still remember that. Gangster uh, style. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. They, they capped that little thing, man. Aw. Yeah, I know. 
And it's funny to hear you say that because most people like this one more than Beneath. Uh, that's pretty interesting. I didn't know that. I, mean, I like them both. Yeah, but you said For you different like reasons. you like Beneath a little yeah. bit more than this one. That's interesting. What makes you like Beneath a little bit more? I didn't. I don't think we ever got into no, that. No, I like this one better. Oh, you like this yeah, one more? Yeah, but than I like the ending better of Beneath. Beneath, where the whole planet's blown up. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I admire that ending because I'm like, boy, how do you do another one after that? Well, they found a way. <laughs> and this one kind of like opens it up to have like. When Beneath, you were like, well, how are they going to make another movie? And then when this one, you're like, well, you know, Zara and Cornelius are killed, but you find out that Caesar's alive. Yeah. They're, they're real baby, which gives you an opportunity to move into well, they something na- else. They named him Milo. Milo. In movie, but but in the he's going to be he's Caesar. He's changed his name to Caesar. I knew when we found out that baby, I was like, he's going to be Caesar. Yep. I mean, I just have to admit, I mean, I've been pretty happy that you've enjoyed these movies mm-hmm. because I said, I just wasn't sure how you would take to them. Yeah, I know? wasn't either because all I'd ever seen are the newest ones. Yeah. And they're nothing like these. They kind of take the idea and yeah. just run off in their own direction yeah. with it, which is not a bad thing. I mean, to me, I've always said, if you want to remake something, kind of just take the kernel of the idea and then mm-hmm. go and do your own thing with yeah. it. Yeah. And that's kind of what the new ones did. And they did them successfully in their own way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I guess I just love these original ones because I grew up on them. And they're just mm-hmm. classics. But so that's your number one. That's my number one. Okay. My number one is Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, wow. I love this movie. This movie is just so much fun to watch. Anytime I put this in, I'm, I'm in a good mood. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm having a good time. How this movie was a bomb in the theaters at the time it came out, I can't comprehend Nonsense. it. Nonsense. Even today, I still can't <laughs> comprehend it. It's like one of John Carpenter's best movies. It's just full of imagination and just so much fun. I was always disappointed it wasn't a hit because I would love to have seen a sequel that never happened. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what more I can say about this one that I haven't already said, I think, in the podcast and everything that we did on it. But this is just fun. From top to bottom, this movie's so much fun. I'm in a bad mood. Put this movie in. I'm in a good mood. There you go. That's that's what it boils down to mm-hmm. for this movie. But uh, that is my number one, and that is Big Trouble in Little China. I guess we have an honorable mention, and mm-hmm. I'm very curious to hear what your honorable mention is. Nightbreed. Nightbreed. I was hoping that would make your list somewhere because I was kind of like, after you hit number one and Nightbreed wasn't there, I was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this one totally kicked my ass, note-wise, yeah, so. which is why I wanted to give it some, a shout-out because... This is one of my favorite podcasts to listen back to. Really? I think we did a really good job covering enough to bring it alive. That was an unruly (laughs) episode in that you watched the theatrical cut to take your notes. And I had did mine on the director's cut. But still, it it all came together. It all came together. Yeah, because this is actually another one. I remember you weren't that crazy about the first time you watched it. Mm Mm-mm. And then the second time you watched it, you were all in. I have to be in a certain mind, I said, I guess. Or, like, I'm, I'm not, if I'm tired, I'm like, eh, I don't like this. Well, I think the thing about it, too, is probably, you know, when you're taking your notes, it's almost by default you're required to pay more attention. 
so you're catching these things and you're mm -hmm. catching stuff. So I think that's probably what it is. Because yep. I always notice when you're taking your notes, that's when you're like, hey, wait a minute, this is a good movie. I like this. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering if I was going to make your list. I was kind of interested. I said when I heard number one, and I was like, wait a minute, well, Nightbreed ain't on there. I said, well, maybe that might be an honorable mention. That one sure. and Dead Zone just went back and forth. I just sat there and thought, okay. I thought Dead Zone was a little bit more meant something to me other than Nightbreed even though I think both of them had a lot of layers oh yes it. yeah Nightbreed had a lot of discussions that we had yes I you do know, remember. politics religion all of it yeah yeah Nightbreed is a flawed movie in some ways but it's damn good mm -hmm. it's a damn good movie um, yeah. it's another one that I'm still disappointed to this day that longer cut never played yeah. in theaters the saner uh saner air quotes studio execs didn't feel like you know they didn't like the monsters as the good guys so no we got to trim this down and make decker more to focus you right. know so Which doesn't make any sense no no because the movie's called nightbreed it ain't right. called decker <laughs> so but yeah i mean i'm very happy that one hit your uh number one or, or your honorable mentions at least yeah. i mean so well, it's my second favorite Clive Barker movie. Hellraiser would probably be the first, but mm -hmm. that one's definitely right up very close to it. But so that's your honorable mention. Okay, my honorable mention is actually another John Carpenter one you did, Christine. Mm, okay. A very underrated movie in Carpenter's filmography. He hasn't actually warmed to it much himself until recent years. Because wow. I know he actually was kind of down on it for a long time. Because this was like a job for him because he got fired from Firestarter because the thing didn't do well and he said well I just got to get a job quick you know I need some need to get a movie and this just kind of fell into his lap so he just kind of did it he says like mm -hmm. a gun for hire kind of work. yeah despite that it's a well-done movie it kind of distills the novel down very well I mean they had to take stuff out of the book and streamline things a lot more but I think what they did to streamline it really works mm -hmm. very well I know some people complain that they feel like Arnie turns a little too quick in the movie. But I've had to point out to people, I said, not really if you look at it. Because they said it's almost like one scene, he's normal. Then the next scene, he's already changed. But I said, no, if you look at it, it's been a month. Because they even say something on the mm -hmm. title screen, a month has passed. So you can already see the change in him already mm -hmm. in a month's time. And so, it doesn't show all the time he spends with this car. No, no. I mean, and you got to just kind of take it. Yeah. Okay, a month has passed and he's been working on this car. Mm -hmm. So you already know it's already influencing him. <laughs> Anybody that thinks that are shitters. Yeah, shitters. There you go. They're just a bunch of shitters. Uh, this is always a great one to revisit as well. Like I said, very underrated carpenter. I kind of speak highly of this one to anybody who, like I said, knows Stephen King adaptation. If this is you know one you haven't seen, definitely check it out. I keep hearing they're talking about trying to remake it, which I'm not opposed to them doing. But some of the horror stories I've heard about mm -hmm. them trying to remake this thing, I haven't been enthused. Yeah. So I think some of the ideas I've heard, I'm like, if that's the way you're going to remake it, maybe don't bother. Yeah. Let me put it that way. Let it be a classic and leave it as yeah. it is. Yeah. Now, if they want to do it as like a mini series on Netflix or Amazon or something like that, maybe try that. But some of the ideas as far as a two-hour yeah. movie they want to do, I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> thank you. Because they're wanting to set it in modern day, an updated car. Put in a Tesla. <laughs> yeah. Or a Panto. A Panto. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but I don't know. I'm just like, no, 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 no. Just don't bother. If you got these terrible ideas, don't bother. But that is my honorable mention, and that is Christine. So any other things you want to lay out on these top threes before we move on? I really enjoyed Child's Play yes. doing that one. Yes. Because you know, yeah. it's such a good movie. Child's Play is a great movie. I, I looked at that one, and I was like, oh, I don't know. Oh, I mean, to me, there was a number. I, I didn't get Army of Darkness on here. I struggled with that because I was like, uh, do I put Christine as honorable mention or Army of Darkness as honorable right. mention? There was other ones I wanted to pick, but yeah. I wasn't able to, you mm-hmm. know, just because of <laughs> limitations here. Yeah. But it was difficult going through your list there and picking these out. Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yeah. Another one, for mm-hmm. example. And I know you really killed you not to put things killing on here, correct? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Blah, blah, blah. That, well, the best movie we've done this year. <laughs> but, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I mean, it's a great list. Like I said a surprising list from you because there's a couple of them on there I didn't quite expect. So <laughs> that that's definitely, a, that's definitely a plus to me. But I guess uh, anything uh, further you want to add on those? No. Yeah. Well, now we're going to do a second top three, and this is a top three that I got a request for because I had a a listener come to me with some other top three ideas. I'm kind of glad they did. Yeah, and there were some top threes I was thinking about. I'm like, these might take up, you know, good chunks of episodes. So I thought, well, maybe we'll go and throw one of these on here. And this is actually one I had kind of mulled around in my head as well, but just never could figure out a place to put it. So I thought, well, this will be just as good as any. Okay, now to tee this up, anyone who has seen The Last Action Hero knows the movie where, you know, you got the ticket and you could go into any movie that you, you know, are watching or want to go into. Okay, this is what this top three is. This is top three movies that, Sherry and I, you know, she would go into the, her three, and there's the three I would go into. Not exactly saying I would want to stay in here for a while, because I would go into The Shining, for example, yeah. but I wouldn't want to stay there. I'd like to go walk around and look and overlook and then get out of there before I'm attacked by the Grady twins or whoever that is <laughs> in there. But, you know, it's just like top threes of movies that you know, we like to maybe either walk around in for a while or maybe just hang out and just like, or peek your head in and say, hey, how you doing? And then duck <laughs> on out. I thought this would be an interesting list to, to do and just to see, because uh, I'm very curious to hear Sherry's list on this because I think I know what one of them might be, but some of the other ones what? I'm not sure. I, I think I know what one And of them I'm pretty be. sure we didn't pick the same ones. No, no, probably not. But even if we did, I mean, I'll just piggyback on yours or whatever. I guess with that, so you want to do the same? Did honorable mentions last or first? I didn't do an honorable mention. Okay, I got an honorable mention. Well, I, I've, I've got one I can do. All right, so you want to do the honorable mention first on this, or you want to do the Let's top Let's do three? it the same. Yeah. Okay, all right. Well, I'll let you go into your number three first. What is that one? Okay, this is a childhood favorite of mine, and I watched it so much, and I love this movie. They recently did redid it, and it wasn't bad, but it will never touch the original. Pete's Dragon from 1977. Oh. I would love to go in and be with the cartoon dragon. Oh. I wouldn't have thought of that in a million years. 
I yeah. worked hard on this list. Yeah, well, I can tell. <laughs> I, that one right there, I would never have thought about. I loved that movie when I was a kid, though. Mm-hmm. I did. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I loved. I actually even kind of liked the remake that they did of it. You know, I went back and forth between this one and that bed knobs and broomsticks. That's another one I ain't seen in a long time, but I like that. I one love too. that. We watch that all the time too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's an interesting choice. So you just want to go in there and play around with the cartoon <laughs> with Elliot. dragon, yeah, Elliot the dragon. Yeah, that's that's a cool pick. I wouldn't mm-hmm. have thought of that, but I do like that. I was like this as a child. I was very imaginative, you know. Mm-hmm. Always had like imaginary scenarios going on in my head. I still do <laughs> to this day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, to me, I mean, that's an awesome choice right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a pretty cool choice. I mean, like I said, and it's digging one from your childhood, too. I can't fault you for that because two of my picks are from childhood. And this is from 1977, and I think they did a really good job of combining an actor and an animated yeah, you got to imagine back then mm-hmm. that was, I mean, nowadays they can do it a lot easier, but back yeah, then it but was Yeah, but it still probably, was good. Oh, yeah, that's it's still a fun movie. Yeah. I mean, I haven't watched it in a long time, but I mean, the last time I did watch it, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, that was a great pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's your number three? Yep. Okay, uh, Peach Dragon, number three in 1977, huh? Ooh, I, I wasn't old. even born yet. <laughs> I think I seen it on HBO probably in the early 80s or something. That's probably when I first seen it. So, wow. Yeah. Well, I, I had a flashback as soon as you said that title. I was like, whoo, I, I went back in time listening to that. But that's awesome. My number three is a kind of a more recent movie. And that is Godzilla King of Monsters. Wow. And the reason I would go into this movie, I always said that if I could go to do a job... I would want to work in a place like Monarch, where I got to go see the kaiju, because, (laughs) and that's exactly what I would love to do, go into this movie, be on like one of the Monarch ships or something like that, where you're surveying like Godzilla going through the ocean or something like that, because I've always said like one of my, one scene from I think the original Godzilla movie that they did, uh, the one before this one, actually not the original, but the uh, uh, 2014 one. I think it's where Doctor Sarazal was like running up to go to the top to the top of the boat to look and see yes. Godzilla. I, I said that would be me when I watch that scene. Anytime I see that movie, I'm like, "There's me right there," because it'd be like Godzilla is out here in the ocean right out here. I would be tripping over people to get up there and look. And that's why, I mean, looking at this movie, you got, I mean, I would stay far away from King Ghidorah, or Ghidorah. I'd stay far away from him, of course, but things like that. But I would love to go into this movie and just see these monsters. Yeah. And I guess that goes from my childhood, too. I mean, I guess I could have almost picked any Godzilla movie, but this one right here is just like, you know, you go into the movie, you're working in Monarch, and getting to see all the monsters. I mean, that was just one of the first ones that popped in my head as soon as we was thinking about this list. I'm like, yep, that's going on here somewhere. That's my number three. I mean, you got any thoughts or opinions on it? You wouldn't want to see the monsters? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I wouldn't want to get burnt up by Ghidorah, mm-hmm. that alien bitch. Or um, or Rodan. Oh, Rodan, yeah. I, I like Rodan. Yeah, the fire, oh. the fire bird, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like I said, that's my number three right there. And... 
I mean, it just made total sense as soon as this list. I said, that's just the first one that popped in my head. And that's Godzilla, King, King of the Monsters. A movie, surprisingly, a lot of people didn't like when it came out. But I think now it's starting to get a little bit more, uh, a little bit more praise. But like I said, that's a movie I would step into. Probably not the most safe movie to step into <laughs> with all these monsters around. But, you know, some risks are ta- has to be taken once in a while. And you could stand there and say, let them fight. Yeah. Well, I would say that, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say stand there with Sarazawa when you say that. Like, yeah. But you're right, Sarazawa. Let them fight. So that is my number three. So what is your uh, number two? Another movie that I love. Clueless. Oh. From 1995. I didn't expect that one either. I probably didn't choose anything you expected. Oh, okay. All right. Well, this is going to be interesting. Then. <laughs> I could see that because you said you were kind of still in school at the mm-hmm. time this movie was out. So. I was about 15. Yeah, so I figured this would hit you yeah. right there. Yeah. To jump back in a time where you're in high school and nothing really matters. You know, you're just having fun. And and then you start having a little bit of waking up to adulthood to realize that people see you a certain way. And they think you're not a serious person because you are a certain way. Finds out she has a crush on her, what was that, stepbrother? Yeah. I think her stepbrother, and she realizes that he's really smart. And now she, you know, she's into her fashion. She's into, her, what does she say all the time? As if. Yeah, as yeah, if. As yeah. if. Yeah. She didn't realize that he really did like her. The one thing, now that you talk about the stepbrother, one thing that kind of dawned on me, because I've seen a little bit of this on. TV or something here recently. I was just mm-hmm. watching a little bit of it. And then it was like Paul Rudd. And everybody talks about like how he doesn't age. And you're right. Because I watched looking at him in this movie and looking at him now. I'm like, if he's aged, he's aged yeah. like very little. Like fine wine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. That's one of the things that kind of dawned on me about it. I was like, wow, well, he really doesn't look too much different uh-uh. than he did back then. I love Clueless. I remember going to the theater to see it, and yeah. I had so much fun watching the movie. To go back to a time where, you know, you just get to wear all the fun clothes and have fun with your friends, and nothing's yeah. really serious. I always thought that, like, Clueless was like like some of the John Hughes movies I grew up in in the 80s. With This was kind of the 90s kind of equivalent of that in some ways. Maybe not exactly, but I think similar in the way did it influenced the generation that was kind of coming up at the time you know people your age at that time Mm -hmm. and stuff like that but i don't know i really enjoyed clueless clueless was just i remember i thought it just it hit all the right beats (laughs) all the right notes and it was just funny i know alicia silverstone was like perfect in that movie Mm -hmm. i don't i can't think of anybody who could have probably did that better at the Mm -hmm. time i think she was just spot on in that movie yeah, like I said, that's the second one I did not expect. Uh, so that's that's a very cool pick. That, that's another very cool pick. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm trying to think of anything I could say about But really, as I said, I was out of school by that time, so I can't relate to all that. But I did enjoy the movie for what it was. I still mm-hmm. thought it was a very good movie. But So that's your number two. My number two, and I wasn't sure which of these movies to pick. There were six of them all total but i thought well i'm gonna go with the original one because really this would have been the most safe one of all of them and that i probably wouldn't have been as injured 
in the movie. And this is Star Trek, the motion picture. I would have loved to have just stepped onto the Enterprise. I'd have been on the bridge or just been there just to explore space. Find mm -hmm. what they said, strange new worlds. In this movie where they were having to go find this thing called V'ger and find out because it was headed toward Earth and it was destroying everything as it was getting there. Like, why? What is it doing this? Why? And I think that just goes to the nature of how I am because I'm always asking questions. Like, why? Why is it doing this? Why? Are you, why is it like that? Star Trek the Motion Picture is just a beautiful movie. I guess it's just that adventurous nature I have in my head of just want to explore. Even though I never will do that in my life, <laughs> I still, you know, that would scratch that itch if I were to say, have the movie ticket, could just step in there and I'm on the Enterprises going into warp and going <laughs> wherever. The strange thing about it is Star Trek The Motion Picture was a movie I didn't like that much for a long time. Oh, wow. Yeah, not till the director's cut came out and they actually kind of tweaked some things and finished the movie. Then I kind of started to warm to it a little bit more. But now I think it's a great movie. I mean, I know you're not a big Star Trek person, so you probably never <laughs> even really. seen this movie. But <laughs> I just was thinking about that more and more because I was like, yeah, because that would just be, I guess, once again, like the Godzilla pick that I did previous, you know, that's about unknown and wanting to see all these creatures this would be something similar to that yeah you know just like you know what is on this planet here what is this thing why is it coming to earth to try to destroy it you know have to figure this out so that might actually be a theme in all of my picks now that i'm looking at it. <laughs> i didn't even think about that until i was just looking at it but that might be a theme to all of my picks but i guess uh, if anything that's going to be my number two that is star trek the motion picture uh, what is your number one in this uh, uh, top three? Also one of my favorites from 1989, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh, God. So I could jump back to this movie and then jump back to Tom's and go back in history and see all these people, oh. meet Joan, Joan of Arc. I would be want to meet her. So you want to go into this movie to get in a time machine yes. to go back? Yes. I never would have thought Phone about booth, that. whatever it was. Because I would actually pick Back to the Future if I would have thought about that. <laughs> I would have been in a cool DeLorean, you know. But yeah, I mean, I didn't see that one coming either. <laughs> I didn't see that one coming. T-Truth, I didn't even know if you'd ever seen that movie before. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's, I love that movie. Yeah. I have to admit, I haven't watched the original in a long time. I actually like the sequel more than I like the original. I don't think I ever saw it. I think it was Bogus Journey. Mm -hmm. I actually like that one more than the original. I like the original one, though, yeah. a lot. I think it's good, but I actually kind of prefer the sequel a little bit more. But, yeah, that's a great pick. That's mm -hmm. a, I mean, that's a, definitely a great pick. Probably, like I said, if I was going to do a time travel one, it would probably be more Back to the Future because I just I always like the whole DeLorean thing and, you what is it, you hit. 88 miles an hour then you just go right back mm -hmm. in time yeah that's a that's a solid one now did you ever you didn't ever watch the third one that they did no. in recent times mm -hmm. i didn't see that one either mm -hmm. i probably need to watch it one day but i never did see that one myself so are these ranked as far as favorites or are they just randomly ranked randomly randomly yeah. ranked that's pretty much how mine were i mean i could have placed mine in any way but so that's your number one yep Okay, my number one will probably come to no surprise to anybody, and that'll be Blade Runner from 1982. My favorite movie, of course. 
Now I'm going to preface this by saying I wouldn't want to live here, but I would be curious to step into this world and just walk around and look at it for a while. Take in everything like the billboards of the Asian themed billboards yeah. and the blimp that's coming over like what off world colonies where they're mm -hmm. now, you know, you can go actually live off the planet mm -hmm. earth if you want to just to look at how things are in this world the detail in this movie is one i've always pointed out to and i would love to just sit there and walk around and just stare at everything for a while now as far as living there no it's just too bleak and too crowded i don't know so i said it's just my favorite movie i would love to just uh what was the one other thing i was thinking about? oh the tyrell building this in there go there and see yeah. like the replicates and stuff like that even kind of look around to see like because you never see in the movie how these things are made now in the second one you see one being made but in the original one you just don't know you don't know if they're like manufactured like on an assembly line or if they're like because in the sequel they're almost in like an embryo when they're born they just like drop out like they're being born something like that but it makes me wonder because I never really got into that in the original. I would like to see that kind of thing, for example. But as I said, it would be an interesting world to visit. I wouldn't want to live there. Exactly. That's what that one falls into. <laughs> it ain't like Star Trek or Godzilla where I'd be like, yeah, I'll hang out here for a while because there's just so much to look at here. It seems like it'd be a little too dangerous and too bleak for me to stay there. That and you would never really know who you were. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, yeah. That's or if true. all your memories were really yours. Yeah, if you weren't a replicate the whole time. Right. You know, which, yeah, you could say that as well. <laughs> Definitely say that as well. But so that is uh, my number one. And you said you didn't have an honorable mention, but you can throw I, one out. I was going to do one in my list, but then I thought, mm, do I just want to be more lighthearted? But I will mention this one because it's probably one of the first movies I ever saw that opened my eyes as a woman and that would be accused with jodie foster do you uh, remember that movie? yes i do that's an interesting pick i wouldn't mm -hmm. have thought that why would you want to go into that movie to stop them to help her oh yeah because nobody helped her all the other women but i think it was just a matter of how the world is to women that that woman was too scared to go help her friend because remember, he pointed her, he said, you're next. And she knew something was going on, but she just left. It kind of shows you that, like, you can't, like, have any weakness. Like, she was just kind of there. Her boyfriend treated her horrible, and she was in that place just trying to relax and have fun. They just used it as an opportunity to, to rape her. And then whether they turn around... And blamed her for it. It says she was a, a whore and she was this and that. And nobody deserves what happened to her. That's an interesting pick because I could kind of see, see that perspective on it. I was going to put it in my list. And I thought, mm, I don't know about that one. And then I thought, well, since I had thought a lot about it, I'll just use it as my yeah. honorable mention. But I think that movie did replenish a little bit of faith in men at the end when the guy finally stood up and said what he saw he didn't just go with the crowd it was about like if you see somebody doing something wrong you stand up despite 
everybody else lying. Yeah, I'm still wrapping my brain around that one. Yeah, because, mm-hmm. I mean, it would be, if that was a movie I'd step into, it'd be the same way because I would be stepping in that movie with a ball bat and I'd be That's what I was going to say. Like, I'd just be busting bottles over their head. Yeah, I don't yeah. care if I would have gotten hurt. I would have been in there yeah. to help her. I remember, I, I haven't watched that movie in a number of years, but it's like, it's just a movie I can't really go back and rewatch mm-hmm. because of that kind of thing. Because I remember even reading at the time about how when they shot that scene, the guys were just mortified yeah. about shooting that to scene. To have to act that way. Act that out. I think Jodie Foster said even, you know, she and the actors, they each have to kind of try to console each other to kind of tell them, remember, this ain't real, this ain't real. You right. just... And they they each had to tell each other that, Mm -hmm. you know, they were telling her that, she was telling them that, and just kind of trying to talk each other Mm -hmm. through it. Yeah. So, I mean, as I said, I I think it's a great movie, but I haven't Mm -hmm. been able to watch it in a long time. But I could see your point in picking it. And it has a special, special meaning because, like, no specifics or anything. You know, I had got attacked when I was 15 in a park. The only reason why I didn't get raped was these two guys. Yeah. knew there was something wrong Yeah, because they had seen me walking and then I just disappeared. Yeah, That was the only reason why I didn't get hurt. They went with their instinct that something wasn't right. And they just said, well, I don't know this girl, but I'm going to interject myself to try to oh, yeah. see yeah. if she's okay. Because a lot of times people don't pay attention. Well, and that's the thing about particularly even more so probably mm-hmm. now than even back then. Yeah. So this is kind of like, I knew how this kind of felt because I, I remember when the police were talking to me, one of them asked me if I had the shorts on that I had on. Mm. Like if I had had some other kind of shorts on that it wouldn't have happened to me. That's not the point. I yeah, know, but yeah. it, it, it stayed with me for a long time. I can imagine. I can imagine. And I feel like, and really the sad thing about it, and the only reason why she won her case is because the guy stood up. A man spoke for her. Probably but if so. he hadn't have, she would have lost probably. Yeah. I she would, would have been just labeled a whore that she asked for whatever to yeah. happen to her. I feel so. So you're probably pretty right mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. I mean, it's sad, but it's true. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, my dad was like so mad at that cop. He was like, she's 15. Yeah. Mm. But it's just, that's a lot that women go through. Yeah. Like. You can't relax. You can't just have fun, you know, and just be a person. So this one, I kind of went back and forth. I was like, I don't know if I want to talk about this, but it's my serious one on the list. Okay. Well, at least you got one. I don't have a serious one on my <laughs> At least you got one. Blade on Runner was serious. I don't know that I would say it's serious. It's more me being nosy. <laughs> So I don't know if that's, you know, I ain't going in there to beat up rapists like you are or anything like the Punisher. Bust bottles over their head. Yeah, mine was a little bit more of just a fascination of just wanting to explore things and look at things, you know. That was where mine came from. Yours was uh, yours was very different. A, a good, interesting pick, though. I will say that. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought of that. I'm going to tell you some I'm shocked that are on your list. One of them. Fellowship of the Ring. I thought about some Lord of the Rings. Two? Last of the Mohicans. Yep, you know me too. <laughs> but then I didn't want to be too obvious. You know? Is that I was gonna go that way, but then I thought, nah, he will he'll know. Uh three Star Wars. 
one to start like Return of the Jedi. Yeah. That's another one I was thought of because oh. that's your favorite Star Wars movie. I would get up there uh, on Jabba the Hutt uh, yeah. and just <laughs> choke him with that chain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, in my little outfit. Yeah, your little uh, yeah the the slave girl Leia outfit. God, there's one more I had in my head. Oh, Harry and the Hendersons. There's another one. Yeah, because you'd been around a Bigfoot and you wrote your story, uh, Harry and the Flemings, when you was a kid. Yeah. 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 <laughs> which was the movie? Yeah, which was just the with movie. my family. With your switched. family. Yeah, with your family in there. Which I would still would love if you found that. I would love to read that. I, if, he, if I was still around somewhere, I would love to read that. Oh, I bet that would be so awesome because kids have such great imaginations. Oh, yeah. I always love to read stuff that kids write. <laughs> because even if it's just like, this is nonsense. It's always interesting and fun nonsense. You I know, thought about Still Magnolias. No, I wouldn't have thought of that one. Yeah, I thought about it. I thought, nah. I mean, I was like I said, I, those were the ones that I, picked, I thought would, I thought at least maybe a couple of those would have hit your list. I would love to have a group of women like that around me, but I've just never been lucky that way. Like, I always get in these relationships with women, and it blows up in my face. It's hard. When you really care about somebody, you want to have a close relationship with somebody, and then they don't really like you. Well, you know, I mean, that happens. I mean, yeah. that happens. I mean, I... God, I'm trying to think of the last time I even watched that movie. You always make fun of it. Well, I remember I watched it with my grandmother. And I will always remember, and this pops up in my Facebook memories. What? Your smart ass mouth one morning, early in the morning. You were what? watching, you, you know how you just sit up all night because you're used to working at night. Yeah. It was a Saturday or something. I can't, this was back when we first got married. Yeah. And you had a different schedule then than you do now. Yeah, I think so. You had been watching all these action movies all morning. And I was like, why are you watching all that? Blowing up and shooting and right at like 7 o'clock in the morning. You looked me dead in the face and said, well, still Magnolias wasn't on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't really remember that. <laughs> exactly, but it sounds like something I would say. I, I, I do because it pops up on my Facebook every year. I can't, uh, I can't argue with that. That sounds like something I would say. I think last time I watched Steel Magnolias, I actually got my period, so I had to, you know. <laughs> so I was like, nah, nah, I'm done with that, because I just felt bloated and moody, and I needed chocolate and everything. So I was just like, nah, I don't need to watch it. It's just a model. Yeah, I guess a model. I guess with a. Uh, Still Magnolia's talk, so that was your final honorable yep. mention. Mm-hmm. Okay, my honorable mention, I kind of cheated here a little bit. My honorable mention is any Jess Franco movie. Because I would want to walk into this movie and his movies and just revel in the bizarreness of them. Just, I mean, not really interact with anybody. Just stand back and just watch this stuff happening in front of me. Like I said, I was sitting there trying to think of a specific movie, but I was like, well, no, that one's weird or two. No, that one's kind of off. And I was like, okay. I said, just any of them. I could have usually went that way and did Boarding House. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) God, can you imagine going to that movie? I could imagine it. I don't know. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because you'd have to see John Winter getting that thong Speedo thing that he's wearing. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about that. I'd have to. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'd have to do like Homer Simpson in that meme and just back away out of there, like into the bushes, <laughs> you know. Um, or maybe the Jess Franco thing, it's not only the weirdness, but I love the locations that he picks, like, you know, stuff in, uh, like in Spain and various areas, like at, or places he would shoot. And he just always had a good eye for places that just looked so strange mm. but yet kind of inviting at the same time and maybe that's what it is too but i don't know i would just like to walk into some of his movies and just revel in like what in the hell is happening here you know stuff like uh lorna the exorcist or even awful dr orloff or something like that even though i'd be in black and white if i walked into that movie so that'd be interesting because <laughs> that's since that's a black and white movie so, like I said, not as serious as your honorable uh, mention, but mine is more just like strange, strange, strange. But like I said, overall, I couldn't really pick one Jess Franco movie, but just take your pick and just watch it and say, yeah, I'd walk into that and just be like, what in the hell is going on here? <laughs> you know, but that is my honorable mention in any uh, Jess Franco film. You know, I wish I could narrow it down to one, but I could not do it. I could not. I tried. Uh, it went from like a trial on my part. I just could not do it. Yeah, that's what I said. I mean, your list was surprising in what wasn't on it. Yeah, well, I don't want to be too obvious. Yeah, because I was sure Last of the Mohicans would be and on there. You're right. I was going to go that way, and then I thought, no, I that's mean, too I w- predictable. I'm glad I'm not a betting man, because I would have bet money on that one. I would have went, went to Vegas and bet on that, and I would have lost whatever I put down. <laughs> I was sure of that. Shows what I know. I mean, I guess for me, I mean, there's a number of them I wanted to pick that I didn't either. But yeah, those three, it, the ones I did pick were difficult. But like I said, that is, uh, I guess, uh, unless you got something else to say on them, that's our uh, wrap up on the top threes there. If you have a top three movies that you would step into, if you got the uh, magic ticket from The Last Action <laughs> Hero, hell, let me know what you would step into. I mean, I'm sure you probably think of some other stuff that didn't dawn on me either. I would love to hear anybody's suggestions on this. Yeah. I just kind of want to go into a little brief thing about, you know, like our picks for uh, the new year. I guess we've already kind of announced it, but the first first two picks in January will be our final run on the original Plan of the Ape series. Uh, that'll be Conquest and Battle. Uh, mm-hmm. I know Sherry's been kind of looking forward to watching those. Yes. I mean, I'm definitely looking forward to Conquest. Battle, I like it, but not over the moon about that one. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got some good stuff to it, but I have to admit, for me, I'm going to spoil it already. That's probably the weakest of the movies to me. But I still do enjoy it. So, looking forward to that. And in February, we're going to be doing a listener pick month. Now, I'm not going to say what movies we pick, but these are suggestions from listeners that we've got. We've got a number of suggestions. And a mixed bag. And this is, (laughs) yeah, this is definitely going to be a mixed bag month of different movies. And we're actually doing three episodes this month instead of two. I'm not going to announce what they are. We're just going to drop them as we drop them. But like I said, three very different movies. And if anything, if at all possible, we're going to try to pepper some more listener requests in throughout the year. Right. Because we're starting to get a lot. We got a lot. (laughs) Yeah, we definitely got a lot. And I thought, well, this would be a good way to maybe carve out at least a few of them doing them like Mm -hmm. this. I guess to speak on some of my picks for next year, I don't have a complete one firm yet. 
my picks are going to be kind of a mix of different things probably mm-hmm. this coming year. Yeah. Um, I'm looking into doing more theme months next year, like certain things. Not so much as just like random picks, but just some different things, you know, stuff that like, yeah, okay, these two movies kind of go together. Maybe, I guess what you'd call double double bills, double yeah. features. That's kind of what I'm shooting for with my picks next year to kind of give you a little sneak peek into what's going to be coming up for me next year. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to give any kind of a tease on what you've got coming next it, year from you? It's kind of the same, just a mixed bag. I really haven't carved them all in stone yet. Yeah. And we did so much horror this year. I wanted to do a little bit different next year. A horror thing, I don't think we actually planned that. I think it just more kind of happened that way. Yeah, because I, I did notice like toward the end of the year, it did lean a little bit more into horror stuff. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I don't think that was the plan. It just fell into place yeah. that way. But so, yeah, I guess, yeah, you said you ain't got yours really firm in the stone yet. So Yeah, and we're, we're really feel like we're feeling the growth this year. Yes. Um, you know, we're getting a lot of responses to our podcast and, you know, requests that like, second parts to ones we've already done and Mm -hmm. you know we're writing everything down so that we can maneuver things yeah because i know i post these episodes and on like facebook and various places i mean i was always kind of getting responses but i know particularly over about the past year or so think that it's really picked up a little bit more than i can almost handle with the requests particularly the request because I'm like, whoa, you know, that's, you know, cause I remember there was one guy who there was like 10 things he had listed down. And I was like, you know, I told him, I said, you know, they were good picks. I said, yeah, I said, I'll definitely look into some of these because mm-hmm. I, I even told him, I think there was like two of them I actually already planned to do anyway. I think two of them I have planned this coming year. So I told him those two definitely look for, for sure. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, I'm just very happy with the responses. Uh, I'm very happy with, uh, you know, not only the listener uh, request, but also, yeah, if you just, if there's a certain episode that you liked, you Mm -hmm. know, let me know which one it is. I mean, I'm not opposed to doing more horror. I'm not opposed to doing really, this podcast is about any kind of movie. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter horror, action, comedy, or miscellaneous, like Thanksgiving. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, which was an interesting film to record. I know I'm actually shot, still shot, that wasn't on Sherry's top three. Uh, no, that, no, that, no, that no, should no. Have been, that should have been number one. I will say it was very fun to do it, but I don't consider it film. <laughs> you don't consider it film? No. Well, like it was serious film. Oh, well, no, it was not that. But it was fun to do. Yeah, that one was fun. We episode. laughed our butts off. Like I said, I think <laughs> I had to try to contain myself because I was afraid I was going to blow the mic out. I had to kind of try to stifle myself a number of times. I just wanted to give everybody kind of a tee up for next year and thank everyone who's been listening. And thanks yeah. for the uh, recommendations on ones to cover on the podcast. I mean, I definitely want to get into some of these and... Uh, like I said, my list for this year isn't totally firm yet, but I do have have it mostly done. But I do want to try to pepper in some more of these listener picks because there is some interesting ones there that's been recommended. And I really would love to cover some of these. But do you have anything else you want to say before we start kind of wrapping things up here? I just want to 
piggyback off of what you said. I mean, we're enjoying doing this podcast and meeting new people. Yeah. Like I've actually got a email pen pal now that we talk to. Yeah. A good bit. We've got a listener pick from her coming. Yes, uh, we'll have that, I think. Uh, in February. Yeah, that'll be one of the listener picks that's coming in February. But I guess uh, if you don't have anything more to say, we'll go ahead and start wrapping things up here. Feel free to email us at themovieclinic at gmail.com. And that's T-H-A, not T-H-E in the email. Like I said, send in uh, any requests you want, any comments, any questions. Uh, if you want to, like I said, answer the question, what movie would you go into? If you had the uh, the magic ticket to just step into any film, I mean, I'm sure some people out there have some interesting answers. I mean, I would love to hear them. Or you can go to our Facebook page and you can uh, post your questions or comments there. I check it at least once a day, so I'm usually on there, you know, checking comments or any questions or anything like that. Any mm-hmm. messages that are there, you can listen to the podcast on. Podbay, Player FM, I think that seems to be two of them that are the most popular outside of the website. The website has gotten a lot more traction. It's hard to kind of gear your listens yeah. when you're all over the place, but we are getting a lot of traffic to the website, which is fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just noticed it seems like once Anchor turned to Spotify, yeah, it seems like a lot of the listeners seem to have migrated over website which is totally fine for me i mean you yeah. know i don't have any problem with that i mean to me i guess it makes more sense because the website is more accessible you just jump on there download mm-hmm. whatever you want to listen to and yeah you, you got to listen to whenever you want to and that's the movie yeah the movie and uh yeah just feel free to jump on there or like i said pod bay player fm seems to be two of the other ones that seems to be fairly popular to get the episodes on I guess uh, with that, we're going to go ahead and wrap this one up. I guess we will see you in the next year with the uh, final two Planet of the Apes films. Very sad to see that end, but I'm very curious to get into those at the same time. And Happy New Year. And Happy New Year, everyone. And until next time, I'm David. I'm Sherry. And we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye.